Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. Today is the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, and we hear from me, Emily Hansen Kern, as I preach from the lectionary, which was Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. As always, you can find more sermons or information about All Souls on our homepage, which is allsoulsparish.org. this morning's gospel, I want you to think on the last time you stood on a beach or sat on a porch and watched ocean waves lap. I've got this little spot at the Albany Bulb where I go with my dog and uh, there's this one rock that's balanced on other rocks and if I stand on it just right, which I always aim to do, I can, I can kind of get it at the right wobble and I stand and I watch the waves lap on the back side of the bulb. There's a rhythm like these waves present in this morning's gospel. The lepers cry out for relief. Jesus sends them out to be healed. The one comes back in gratitude, and the one is sent out, restored. As I sat with this rhythm this week, I kept feeling like it was familiar, and I tried to place where I could find it. I tried to remember where in my body it felt familiar, and over time, It came to me. It's familiar because I see this rhythm played out here at All Souls all the time. We live our lives in rhythms of brokenness, of healing, of gratitude, and of restoration. And I find it especially alive in this place. A couple years ago and over many conversations, Phil and I realized that there were some patterns to how new folks showed up at All Souls. We were thinking about how we could um, help people come into the church and meet them where they are when they show up. And after a couple years of paying attention to this rhythm, we discovered that folks show up at church for the very first time, very generally speaking, for one or two of about five reasons. Out of some kind of loss, either loss of a family member or loss of a loved one or of their faith, a physical move that brought them to town, an arrival of a child, or a child who's asking questions they can't figure out, (laughs) out of some existential crisis, a dark night of the soul, or an unexplainable encounter with God, and finally, out of a longing for community, for people to journey alongside and to serve within. And behind each of these reasons for showing up, we identified a deeper longing, for community, for purpose, for roots, home, wanting to pass on the faith to a child, an ethical structure out of uncertainty, stability, kinship, belonging, and healing. Think back to your own experience. When you first walked in these doors, or maybe some other church, what was stirring for you? What kind of longing sat just below the surface? Where and how were you longing to be healed? In the rhythm of this story, we play the role of the lepers. Jesus is out walking the borderlands between things, some region between two cities just outside the village. And this group of lepers, bound together by what has broken them, comes crying out to Jesus, a man they've only heard rumors about, and they are desperate for healing. 
But no, I'm not just talking about newcomers. Because each of us walk in those doors every Sunday at various levels of desperation and longing for healing. I'm speaking from experience. We get out of our seats each week and we line up to receive the bread and the wine because yes, it's what we do on Sundays. But it's a moment where we recognize our need. We remember our belonging and our connection with something much bigger than this room. And we come here with hope that healing and restoration can be found. It's one of the more beautiful things about church. It's a place where our longings have value. And it's a place that cares about sitting with them. A church as a community, as a community, is a place where what lies below the surface has a place at the table. But coming back with our longings is only the first part. Jesus then sends these lepers back to the priest, and our text says that as they went, they were made clean. As they went. He didn't heal them on the spot. He instead asks them to start walking and show themselves to the priest so that the priest could declare them clean. These are folks who had to announce their presence loudly to those around them, announcing that they were unclean. So Jesus sent them back out among these people, and yet they went, walking, shouting, unclean. They walked forward in what appeared to be their normal lives in great trust that they would be healed. What happened to you after you first arrived at All Souls? I'm guessing that after some amount of time, it's likely that you met some people, you joined a small group, you got asked to join a team, you got a Stephen minister, your kids joined the youth group or Sunday school and met some friends, you showed up to adult formation or Bible study regularly, or maybe you just sat in the pews and took it all in. It's likely that many of you are there right now. This is the walking. Committees and teams and small groups and vestry are all really good things. And they're important things to the thriving of this place. And if we let them, they are tools towards healing and towards the real work. It's slow and it's hard walking. And sometimes it looks just like our normal lives. But it requires showing up with our whole selves sticking it out when things are hard, naming when we've been hurt, and a lot of trust. But at some point, I think it's mostly true, I don't think you all would still be here if it weren't, that some healing happened through some of those friendships and hard conversations and small groups and vestry and Stephen ministers and through Bible study or just by sitting in the pews. You look down and realize that those wounds didn't hurt so bad and maybe they were gone entirely. But then what? We're told that only one returned to give thanks, and it was the Samaritan, the foreigner. How is it that we express our gratitude? Thinking of your own life here at All Souls, how have you expressed gratitude for what has been? I see us do it all the time, in ways that we come back and we give to this place with our finances, with our time, with a meal train to someone in need, and we serve on committees and teams. And as we give back in these ways, we both live into this rhythm that Jesus taught, and we create space for those in need, for those in different parts of this rhythm, longing for healing. 
And I think, or I'd like to believe, that in this gratitude and in this giving, we are restored. As you give, you know that you belong. At this point, it's important to note that all ten lepers were healed, even if nine of them did not come back to give thanks. Jesus heard their longing and brought healing to all of them. But the Samaritan, the one who was not only a leper but who was a foreigner, twice removed from community, was the only one who came back to show gratitude. So what might it have meant to him that Jesus says, your faith has made you heal well? Yes, he is now clean, and perhaps he can enjoy some societal privileges that had been lost over many years' time. But this man was still an outsider, and in this moment, Jesus gives him a place at the table. Jesus restores his identity and tells him that he belongs, that the community of Jesus is big enough to include him, a leper and a foreigner. If we are the body of Christ, then this is the kind of rhythm towards restoration we should come to expect. As we come to places of longing and hurt in our lives, we come here to this community seeking healing, and we can participate in that healing by walking the path ahead of us in community. And as we are healed, we come back and we give thanks. And in giving that thanks, however that may look, we hope for restoration as we see and understand our truest identity, that we belong, that here in the arms of Jesus there is enough room to accept all of us. Where are you in this rhythm right now? And what might Jesus be calling you to from that place? Are you hurting and in need of healing? Are you in a place where you need to identify and sit with your hurt so that you can bring it here to call out to Jesus for healing? Or are you in a season of walking into something with trust that healing will happen? What do you need to walk towards? What direction should your feet walk? What do you need to say yes to? Or are you in a season of gratitude What do you need to give back towards? Who do you need to thank? And how can you provide spaces where others can be healed? Or lastly, are you in a season of a new identity, of knowing you belong, of courage and strength and understanding that you have a place? Wherever you are, there is a place for you at the healing table of Jesus. Live the questions, show up, give thanks, because you belong.